<laughs> Welcome to Europhile. I'm Catherine Murray. And I'm Kate Walker. How are you doing, Kate? I am so good, Kat. Good. How are you? Tell me why. What's up? <laughs> okay, so last night we went to, you want to say that name? <laughs> Sinispia. A showing of Silence of the Lambs at the Hollywood Jesus Forever Cemetery. Christ, it, you guys. It's so fun. And we Absolutely did it right, amazing. I think. We did it right. We had the whole picnic. A beautiful you know, spread. Like, Anything like, you could ever want. Cheese, bread, hummus, veggies, mm-hmm. cookies. Wine. Tinned <laughs> eels. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yep. amazing. All of it. Yep. It was very mm-hmm. good until I know. the um, tinned eel juice spilled oh, everywhere. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good, though. We had some tons of baguettes. Tons of, oh, God. You know, yeah. So much bread. That's so good. And seeing that movie... On the big screen was absolutely amazing. Like I know. it was like seeing it for the first time. It was so. It good. was so fun because oh. I totally forgot. Totally forgot it. Oh yeah. yeah, I I had seen it kind. Of, I think in the past two years or so. So it was mm-hmm. like still a little, a little fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Beautiful mm-hmm. nights when Such you're like an LA thing. Cannot so happy recommend to more. like yeah live here. Yeah. 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 So, so fun. It was one of those. Perfect LA nights. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was great. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. What about you? I mean, obviously we did the same thing. Yeah. But do you have anything you'd like to share with everyone? <laughs> do I? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the Euro Cup final today, oh, so we yes, might go it see it. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, happy. Go either team. Woo. Yeah. We love you both. Sports. Go sports. You know? You know, may the best Go team win. Go Europe. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's about it. So just going to yeah, enjoy the so rest exciting. of our Sunday. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Do you mind if I dive oh, into my topic today? Please. So I can't believe it took me this long to do <gasps> um, the My Motherland of Poland. Oh, yes. (laughs) So we're going to Poland, Mm -hmm. and I'm on my same shit. We're talking World War II. We're talking spies. Oh, (laughs) yes. Okay. Ready. I mean, we have dogs. We have construction. We're doing it. All right? (laughs) The neighborhood's excited, making lots of noise for this. I mean, it was just 4th of July. There was fireworks. There's been fireworks. Literally shaking like, our apartment. Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. We live in a chaotic neighborhood. I almost wouldn't have it any other way, but I could. You know? I could <laughs> yeah. have a little more peace. <laughs> oh, God. This dog. So we're going to talk about one person mm-hmm. in particular. Okay. And some of her colleagues. So okay. we're talking Maria Christina Janina Scarback, also known as Christine Granville, which was like her cover name, which is kind okay. of like the name that she's known. I know nothing. I've never heard this name. I had never heard of her either. Okay. I, I don't know how I stumbled upon her, but I was like, yes, this ticks all of my boxes. Okay. So she was a Polish agent of the British Special Operations Executive, the SOE during the second world war she was celebrated for her daring exploits 
and intelligence and irregular wartime missions in Nazi-occupied Poland and France. Okay. She's known... off. Mm-hmm. This woman, mm-hmm. I swear. Okay. Known as Britain's <laughs> most glamorous spy. Oh, what? Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will say her life has a very tragic ending. We'll, okay. we'll get there. Thank you for the T-dub. Yes. Trigger warning. Yes. So, also, it is believed that Ian Fleming... In his first James Bond novel, everyone listened to episode 27 of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Vesper Lind is rumored to be based on Christine oh, Granville. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Fun. I yes. mean, I was here for it, but now I'm like, yeah. tell me. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> so here's a little quote about her from one of her biographers She loved men and sex. Adrenaline and adventure. Her family and her country. She loved life and the freedom to live it to the full. Since childhood, her most defining characteristic has been an intense desire for freedom. Freedom from authority to roam and ride and live. Jobs, marriages, and the polite rules of society were unacceptable constraints. Okay. Okay? So this is Christine. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Christine. Yeah. Okay. Let's dive in. So she's born May 1st, 1908, Taurus. Taurus, stubborn. Yeah. In mm-hmm. Warsaw to Count Jerzy Skarbek, a Roman Catholic, okay. and Stefania, nay, Goldfeder, the daughter of okay. a wealthy Jewish family. Okay. She was a tomboy. She rode horses side saddle. Can you imagine? Mm. <laughs> Gasp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An expert mm-hmm. skier and was like dad's best friend. Like she and her father oh. got along so well. Yeah. Okay, cute. And in 1930, when she was 22, her dad died. Okay. And the, basically the company's financial empire collapsed. And there was barely enough money now left to support her mother, let alone herself. Okay. So she decides to go get a job you know, at what it, Fiat. What is a 401k? You know? Mm-hmm. Yep, it doesn't exist, <laughs> I guess. Okay, so Fiat. So she goes to Fiat. 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 Uh-huh. And she soon becomes ill from all of the fumes, automobile fumes. I think she has some, like, lung issues. Okay. issue. Uh-huh. She gives up the job, and her employer's insurance company, like, gives her some money, and, and like, her physician's just like, you just need to be outside. So she spends, oh. <laughs> yeah. So now it's Imagine like, okay, a physician great, now, recommending that. Go this get, is your prescription. Yeah, go get Forest some babe. delicious mountain air. Yeah. So that's what she does. And now, okay. and like she's getting money from insurance so she can like live off of this. Okay. And Amazing. she begins spending a lot of her time hiking and skiing the Tatra Mountains, which will come up later. Okay. So she's like familiar with this mountain range. Mm-hmm. And then in 1930, she becomes a runner-up in the Miss Poland Beauty Contest. So I think mm-hmm. she's just like trying stuff out. Yeah. I don't know. Dipping I mean, her toe yeah. and everything. Clearly, mm-hmm. she's a great beauty. She's super mm-hmm. athletic, loves mm-hmm. a good time. And one day on the ski slopes, she loses control and was saved by a man who stepped into her path to like stop Whoa. her from descending okay. down the mountain is this a meet cute yes it is but <gasps> <Okay>. <laughs> there are many okay. men in her life this okay is, so he's not necessarily the one who sticks but good okay. intro it's a meet cute nonetheless his name was jersey i'm gonna butcher this um it's okay Gitsky, i think okay 
a brilliant, moody, eccentric who came from a wealthy family. And he's also mm. Polish. And okay. he was an author who traveled the world in search of material for his books and articles. So, interesting guy. Okay. And he saved cool. her life. And on November 2nd, 1938, they get married. Oh, okay. And then, you know, short time later, the outbreak of World War II, they decide to go to London in 1939, where, like, Christine meets British, I guess it's like a government, people from the government, mm-hmm. who are, like, keen to meet Polish people interested in spying for their country. Oh, okay. And she's yeah. down. You know, she okay. loves an adventure. Wow. She's Absolutely like, brave. cool, I love my country, let's do this. Mm-hmm. So now she's a British agent. She travels to Budapest, mm-hmm. arriving on December 21st, 1939. And mm-hmm. Hungary at this point, it was like still neutral, leaning mm-hmm. towards Nazi Germany. Her cover story for her presence in, in Hungary was that she was a journalist. And then from there, she goes to Poland. And obviously... Poland has been invaded by the Germans and -hmm. there's no real easy way to get in. So she has to traverse the Tatra Mountains, which like she's familiar with, but Mm -hmm. like it was so treacherous that like the Germans just kind of like avoided it. They're like, no one's going to come from this direction. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to set up a camp there. Mm -hmm. What crazy person would come from that direction? It's impossible. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm, here's Guess Christine. She's coming down the mountain when she comes. <laughs> um, That's fun. And then arriving, this is sad. Okay, arriving cool. in Warsaw, she's pleading with her mother, You need to leave Poland. And her mom yeah. refuses. As, as a Jewish oh, woman, she refuses. Funny. And eventually she's arrested for being Jewish and mm-hmm. disappeared. She was. She was put in a prison and in Warsaw, and then, like, I, I don't know what became of her after that. Mm-hmm. So, very sad. And yeah. a short while later, Christine is at a cafe in Warsaw. Obviously, she's from here, so she knows people, but she's undercover. Mm-hmm. This woman comes up to her. You know, I think I imagine Christine, because she was, like, wealthy and very likable, she was probably known in society. And this woman mm-hmm. coming up to her, she's like, Christina, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I keep going back between Christina and Christine, because Christine is, like, her cover name, and Christina is, like, the name she was born with. Okay. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. I know who you're Thanks. talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, how are you? You know, what are you doing here? And she's like, mm-hmm. I'm not. What do, what do you mean? Like, I don't know who that is. Because, like, <laughs> if, if she was hot, she could have been, like, killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know her. Mm-hmm. Luckily, her cover isn't blown. So now her home base becomes Budapest. Dangerous, mad, crazy time to be living mm-hmm. there and like she thrives on this Adren- okay. she must be like an adrenaline junkie or something because like mm-hmm. she was meant to be a spy and like yeah. loves this danger on every corner mm-hmm. loves the people that she meets it was an exciting time for her and it made like all of her relationships exciting so yeah, she's married they eventually uh-huh. get divorced i think she gets married another time to someone else okay. like okay yeah, i don't yeah. know i was like whatever i'm not gonna focus on these yeah men. yeah uh-huh. And so, like, she has lots of lovers. She takes lots of lovers. And <sighs> the guys worship her. Men mm. fall at her feet. Absolutely yeah. inspirational. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh And in Budapest, 1941, January, she is introduced to her new colleague, Andrew Kowarski, who Mm -hmm. is going to become the love of her life. Andrew. Yes, Andrew. Okay, Andrew. They work together, basically, for the rest of the war, side by side. At one point, they're arrested by Hungarian police and imprisoned and questioned by the Gestapo. And she bites her tongue so hard that it starts to bleed. And a physician thinks that this is like some sign of terminal tuberculosis. (laughs) And they're like, well, she's going to die anyway. So, like, Mm -hmm. let's just let her go. And they (gasps) let them go. What? (laughs) Biting your own tongue that badly. (gasps) Yeah. Okay. And then, so the British ambassador in Hungary, Owen O'Malley, and his wife, a novelist, Mm -hmm. her name was Anne Bridge, undertook to help Christine and Andrew escape Hungary because now it's like too dangerous, obviously. And so this is when they get the names Anthony Kennedy and Christine Granville. Those become like their cover names. And that's where Christine sticks. In late February, they leave Hungary. They go to Bulgaria, Mm -hmm. which was just like full of Nazi forces. Okay. They meet up with some Polish resistance fighters. Okay. Discovered that German troops are rallying at the border of the Soviet Union. Okay. They haven't gone into Russia yet. Sure. And yeah. and so like no one has heard about this yet. So mm. Andrew and Christine find out they get the photographs and they send it to Churchill saying like Oh like the Germans oh my God, are gonna fucking invade Russia. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No one had heard of this yet. Yeah, yeah. And the, here's your proof. Yeah, And yeah. Churchill is like, holy fucking hell. Yeah. They're going to invade Here Russia. We go. And that's Here like, we go. obviously, in June 1941, it happened. Operation yeah, Barbarossa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Germany marches into Russia. Yeah, yeah. They were the first to hear about it. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. And that's by now, she and Andrew are on the high on the list of the Gestapo's most wanted. Okay. So they're like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Let's go to Cairo. They literally drive all the way to Cairo. I mean, you know, drive as far as I can can, get on a boat, get to Cairo. Oh my god, okay. And by now, Cairo was like, you couldn't really tell that war was happening yet. It, mm-hmm. it was just like a haven for relaxation, pleasure, fun. Which mm-hmm. was fun for a couple weeks, and then she's like, what's my next job? <laughs> yeah. Basically, they come under suspicion in Cairo because the Brits there... They're like, how how did you traverse all the way here? You must be German spies. They just didn't believe anything that they said. Mm-hmm. Which makes, I mean, like, they show yeah, up out yeah. of nowhere. They're like, who are you? And yeah. how do you know all of this? You're lying. Mm-hmm. But they're like, do we keep them, the Brits there, like, do we keep them close? And so they, like, try to give them, like, little stupid jobs and, like, give them a, a small pension. So they're basically, like, living penniless in Cairo oh, and okay. and she's like hates this because she's like I'm supposed to be it's spying like I'm supposed to be helping yeah 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 just like I need to be doing something mm-hmm. and I'm not no one's letting me do anything right now mm-hmm. this SOE officer who knows her comes to Cairo his name is Patrick Howarth and he would later say like the most useful thing I did in World War II was bringing Christine back oh. into service okay yeah uh-huh. so she starts training a little bit more intensely. She starts learning firearms, which she hates. Okay. She starts... I think I would love that. Trying. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think... 
<laughs> I would fire a gun at a range, but I think Hell I would be yes. like ill. I don't think I could take it. I think I would be drunk with power. <laughs> I love this weird side of your personality. That is like, you want an ATV psychopath shooting guns into the air? Um, is this a Western? No. And but what she does love is parachuting, so she gets what? a thrill out of that. Can't shoot a gun. Love to jump out Love of a the... fucking plane. Okay, whatever. <laughs> That's crazier, I feel I like. I think so, too. Yeah. So, they're like, okay, your next mission is you're going to go help the French resistance, kind of team up with them and organize with them and make sure they're armed, make sure they know what's going on with the Allied mm. troops so, like, mm-hmm. we can work together. Good effing luck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Chaos. <laughs> so, she parachutes into France. No. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> You're landed. <laughs> Who needs weapons? Basically. <laughs> and she lands in a region called the Vercors. Don't ask me where that is geographically. Okay. I'm sorry. I nope. don't remember. Nope. And it's okay. July, early July, 1944. So okay. the end is nigh. It's coming close. She becomes part of this network headed by Francis Camerer. Is that, I think, how you pronounce it. Okay. And mm-hmm. their job was to, like, organize, as I said, the French resistance fighters in southeastern France. Okay, so they're in southeastern France. <laughs> um, to weaken the German occupiers because, like, the Allied forces were coming soon. And they were, like, trying to, like, mm-hmm. set up, like, an easy passage yeah, yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. And that was happening a month later. And immediately, I mean, she's so charming. She, she meets people. They feel like they've known her their whole lives. Okay. She loves people. People love her. She's very reliable. She gets people their weapons mm-hmm. whenever they need. And she's killing it, basically. Two days before the Allied forces were coming to southeastern France, where they were, Camerer, the guy who's, like, heading this operation, another mm-hmm. SOE agent, Jean Fielding, and a French officer they're working with, Christian Sorensen, were arrested by the Gestapo. Oh, and she's okay. like, mm, I'm going to like arrange something we're gonna free these oh. people okay uh-huh. <laughs> so she arranges a meeting with the captain of the gestapo there albert mm-hmm. Schenk. she introduces herself she pretends she's Kummerer's wife and a niece of like this very high up british general mm-hmm. and she basically she tells him everything she's like i'm a spy i'm very well connected the allied forces are coming and you are going to be tortured and killed basically, yeah. if, like, you oh, okay. don't let them go. You know your time's coming to an end. Pick a side, sir. Or pick your battles, really. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. she, they offer him two million francs to let them go. Okay. And she's, like, for hours, like, working on him, trying to convince him, like, mm-hmm. using her masterful mm-hmm. hours of persuasion. Mm-hmm. Finally, he, like, wears down, because I think he's scared now. She, yeah. like, has this, Good. like, literally this, like, bundle of wires... In her hand, it's like this broken piece of equipment, and she's like, "They can hear me. They they can come when oh. whenever I no, want." No, no. Holding oh it, and, and he's terrified. What an inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. it's literally just this broken bundle of I don't know. You're playing cards, <laughs> yeah. and you're bluffing. Yeah, exactly. And how long can you mm-hmm. hold your bluff? You know. Yep. Mm. And finally, he like 
gets really stressed out and he's like mm. throws his gun on the table and is like if i get them out of prison what will you do to protect me when the allied forces come so now he's like yeah fuck yeah, you know fuck every, this. everything is yeah. crumbling around me and like yep. i need protection okay so sing like a canary yeah. sir sing <laughs> so they're freed and okay they, they're leaving oh, the God. prison thinking that they're heading uh-huh. to ex- their execution and like oh, get into a car and she's in the car they drive off into the sunset okay and i know that eventually Amazing. Shank, imagine this gestapo <laughs> guy i know they're probably uh-huh. like well this is the end yeah and yeah. then like here she is beautiful christine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. their savior mm-hmm. Beautiful, Both brave, mm. amazing mm. Christine. Parachutes right in yes. to the prison. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and that Gestapo captain is eventually murdered. Don't know how, but I was like, hmm, that's good. Yeah, we should know that. We He's don't. He's a piece of trash. Man, he deserved yes. it. And so the war is now over. Mm-hmm. He goes back to London. You know, everyone's celebrating the victory. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of time passes by and they're like, wow back to normal life, back to reconstructing our country. She can't go back to Poland because it's ruled by communist forces now, and she's like, I don't want to go home. Um, she is okay. awarded the George Medal from the UK and the Croix de Guerre from France, oh. just like our girl Josephine. Brava, mm-hmm. brava. Uh-huh. Very high honors, but she's out of a job, and she has a really hard time falling back into normal life. And mm. she um, she works at Harrods. She's now waitressing. She's working as a steward on a ship. Can you imagine? Yeah, she's, she's just, just doing just little awful. odd jobs. Yeah, yeah she yeah. probably just thinks this Lost. is awful. Yeah, yeah. And this is where things become awful. Um, so okay. a fellow steward, Dennis oh, okay. Ready. Muldanui, okay. becomes desperately obsessed with Christine. And she finds him Dennis terrifying. She's absolutely terrified. Okay. And finally, she gets back in touch with her dear love, Andrew, mm-hmm. and is planning to, like, reunite with him in Belgium, where they're going to, okay. like, start a life together. And okay. Dennis finds out, and he follows her home on the night of June 15th, 1952, where he stabs oh, her. I'm ill. To I'm ill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she dies. Fuck you, Dennis. I know. I hate you so much. Yeah. And she is 37 years old. Per mm. her British passport, it's a little... I, I don't know the math now of how old she actually okay. is, but young. Okay. And he's yeah, convicted of her murder and was sentenced to death via hanging, which occurred three months later. She's remembered as Churchill's favorite spy. You know, wow. so charming, full of life, uh-huh. so brave, brazen, intelligent. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. Andrew... Kowarski died of cancer in December 1988. His ashes were flown to London and interred at the foot of her grave. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm. And that's the story of Christina Scarbeck, a.k.a. Christine Granville, the most glamorous spy. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Isn't that good? Brava. Brava. That was amazing. That was so fun. Oh my god, I didn't I had no clue yes. about her life. I, know, I didn't know who uh, she was. Just awful. So yeah. sad. But like Thank what god amazing for those life. Brave souls. I know. How do you you like I know a lot of people like even if they have like service, you know, not in World War 2, just yeah. like any normal yeah. service have can have trauma mm-hmm. and I can't imagine 
Oh my god. You're literally shifting, changing your whole life. Yes, to be this like spy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you go back? How do you? Oh, that's so sad. Her life was taken. I know. Absolutely horrific. She made it through. I know Nazis. Worst of the like. You think you can't get any worse? Effing Dennis Manitou. Yes, all of them. Yeah. I mean, everyone needs therapy, but (laughs) are men okay? You know. Mm -hmm. No. We know the answer. Uh, <laughs> anyway, please okay. uh, lift us back up if possible. Okay. I have an interesting topic. It's not <laughs> okay. like super uh, fun. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting to me, at least. I'm sorry. There's so this much. construction's wild. Construction, yeah. And it's next door to me. It's behind me. Like, it's everywhere. This week, I'm going to talk about another piece of art mm. that you talked about art last week. It is the Black Madonna of Cheshtohova. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful pronunciation. Hopefully I didn't mess that up too bad. It is a painting, a venerated painting Okay. of Mary and mm. Jesus. So it displays a traditional composition of Eastern Christianity. So she has like that halo oh, around her. yes. Okay. That is very big in like Orthodox Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is how I want to be. Yes, you know, portrayed, <laughs> paint, painted <laughs> in like gilded. It's like yes. you know, shimmering oh, gold. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah, the Virgin Mary is shown as Hodetria, and that is just—it's like the Pietà. It just means the one who shows the way. Okay. It's like a it's like a genre of religious painting. Okay. Oh, I, can you, you say will. it? What is like it called? How, oh God. Sorry. It's called Hodegetria. Okay. The one who shows the way. Okay. Please don't make me say that again. I'm sorry. Okay. So um, <laughs> I just like uh, okay. I wish I knew more like Eastern yes. European languages and like knew how to say pronounce things. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I try to look things up to not butcher them, but you know here mm-hmm. here we are. You know, in the painting, the Virgin Mary directs her attention away from herself, mm-hmm. and gestures towards little baby Jesus. Little baby. Mm-hmm. As the source of our salvation. Redemption. And in turn, so like Jesus extends his right hand towards the viewer in blessing and he holds a little book because, you know, babies can read. Yeah. And he was um, the best reader of them all. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote that thing. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> and um, it shows Madonna in a fleur de lis robe. Oh. So interesting. They can't really date this painting because the original image was painted over because it was damaged by robbers in 1430 Mm. and so the wooden panel on the back of the painting was broken and the image was slashed the painting and then so medieval restorers you know uh, how good is that that sounds like an oxymoron (laughs) (laughs) um i think you're doing damage you know um so it says there was an, an encaustic method, which they basically, like, don't try to save damage areas. They just slough off the area and try again. Oh. You know? Okay. Okay. So That's not, like, reclaiming it at all. No. <laughs> no. It's not the best thing. If you want to see the original image of that painting. 
So as far as Mary goes and Jesus, where are they originally from? Let's think about this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Are they white people as depicted in a lot of Western Christian? Absolutely not. Yep. No, they are absolutely Jewish people from the Middle East. Mm -hmm. So not the whitest people. (laughs) And this portrayed that. She oh. is, they both have a darker oh, skin tone. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is why it's called Black Madonna. Because other people painted over things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the nose was made more aquiline, so more Western. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's history before it arrived in Poland. There's like numerous legends of like how it got there. It's mm-hmm. like history. Oh, cool. Um, and they say that it was painted on a cedar top table from the Holy Family's house. So that's oh. the... Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the back. And then they said that the painting was discovered in Jerusalem in 326 by St. Hel- Helena oh. and brought, brought back to Constantinople and given to Constantine. Wow. Uh, yeah, you know, that seems quite old. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> it is old, but yeah, it's like they can't date it because... Been men. That's everything that happened to it. Yeah. You know, there are various other legends of how it gets to Poland, but this is interesting. So there are actually two scars on the Black Madonna's right cheek. Mm. It's because the legend has it is that the Hussites, which were, were like a Protestant group from Bohemia during oh. the Bohemian Revolution, okay. um, stormed a monastery in 1430 and stole the painting. <gasps> so they put it in their wagon, they try to get away, but the horses won't move. <laughs> and so they threw the portrait down and one of the you know thieves Uh strikes his sword on the on her face okay and inflicts like the two deep like scars that we see on her face and you know despite (laughs) trying to repair these these scars yeah yeah they're always there they didn't (laughs) (laughs) so now it's part of her legend okay wow this and it's sort of like so what it means to be venerated is that Pope John Paul basically said there are miracles surrounding this Whoa. painting. So now it's regarded as this popular shrine. Oh, okay. A lot of Polish Catholics make a pilgrimage there. Wow. And this is like their Camino de Santiago, you know, like yes. in Spain. Okay. Apparently it's like there's like one way they go from Warsaw or Warsaw and it's a nine day, 140 mile trek. Mm-hmm. And elderly pilgrims did this pilgrimage during German Nazi occupation. What? They did it. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Literally how? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. They even said that Pope John Paul, as a student, did it as well during World oh, War II. Oh, okay. God. Mm-hmm. Which is probably another reason why he like venerated it. Yeah. <laughs> as far as usage of this outside the Catholic Church, I thought this was super interesting. This image of the Black Madonna, which is obviously probably closer to what she looks like mm-hmm. in real life, mm-hmm. you know, was adopted by Azili Dandor, the main I.O. Uh, of 
the Petro family in Haitian voodoo. I'm so sorry. I probably butchered all of those names. Mm -hmm. I'm very sorry. But basically, the legend has it is that the image was inspired by reproductions that Polish soldiers brought to Haiti during the Haitian Revolution. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. I didn't know, like, Polish, you know, soldiers were coming to help during the Haitian Revolution. But here we are. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's the story of our Black Madonna. Wow. Of Poland. Wow. Mm -hmm. I need to Mm -hmm. see this. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I love Mm -hmm. like lore and like mysteries surround Mm -hmm. like any kind of like ancient Mm -hmm. object. It's just so cool. Mm -hmm. And like what a life it's lived. You know? I know. Wow, that was really so interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll go visit. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like it's um in the middle of the country, so Okay. See. Mm-hmm. pilgrimage i would love someday. to go to poland mm-hmm. love i mean i know i will yeah, someday. yeah. eat all, all right, the pierogies pierogies yes oh my gosh i still need to everything. try your pierogies yes oh my god i'll make i like to make them in the winter they're like a mm-hmm. our, mm, my cozy. family always does like christmas mm-hmm. polish food mm-hmm. do you have a recommendation for me this week Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, so Kat and I were away from each other for like one night, <laughs> you know, this entire time. And you know what I did? I watched a cr- true crime documentary. <gasps> yes. Oh and my God. That... When you told me, I was like, how dare you do this without me? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Kat, we need different recommendations. <laughs> so, no, I'd be pissed if you did that too. So, um, it's called Sophie on netflix okay and it's a true crime documentary like i said it's about this french woman mm-hmm. who was murdered in the irish countryside oh god this god i need to motherfucker you know who did it okay it is blatantly obvious and it is disgusting how he is not getting prosecuted really Absolutely disgusting still Maybe, maybe I mean, from the I don't document. want to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Or should I talk about it? Maybe let or keep it for people if they want to watch. Okay. Okay. I want to watch I mean, it. I'm not giving anything away because okay. they basically zone in on this guy like immediately. Okay. So it should be kids and it's close. And it's and it's more like about how the nuances of the law Ugh. are. Yeah. Gross. So that's the part that's, like, surprising and, like, makes you ill. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, apart from her murder, you know, that's yeah. awful. Ugh. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It's so good. It's, like, perfect amount of time, three episodes. Great. Yes. Amazing. Binge it, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, that's what good. You? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> well, I'm going to share a little story of how you and I went to a lovely market. I will not say the name because we love it, but this is crazy. We buy this okay. Italian oh soda. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Unbeknownst to us, it's almost forty dollars. <laughs> oh, we were my like, god. "Why is this so? Ex- why is this like bill so expensive?" And we were like, "Oh we got, my like, two god!" Glasses of wine was, and like olives. The soda was forty dollars. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Disgusting. it's called Sand Bitter, uh-huh. and it's amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. It, it is basically. Oh god! Yeah, it's like. Mm-hmm. bright red it looks mm-hmm. and tastes like a non-alcoholic fizzy version of campari and it's mm-hmm. absolutely delicious refreshing and mm-hmm. it's like kind of fun it kind of it feels like a cocktail because it tastes like campari mm-hmm. but it's not so it's kind of mm-hmm. nice if you want something fun that is non-alcoholic 
Yes. And Cat in Italy, it's it was so good. very normal, very mm-hmm. normally priced, I should yeah. say. Nothing yeah, crazy. Yeah. And like, we've I looked, looked it, up. it up, and it's you can find it yeah. here for much cheaper. So go yeah. try San Bitter. It was, it's mm-hmm. so good. So I, so I love it. And it's like a little special treat. Mm-hmm. My friend Sam said that she made it through her pregnancy drinking that. <gasps> oh, my God. She's like, that's a good... it, it felt like a cocktail, yeah. you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's doing it right. Real. Great job. Real. Yeah. All right, Kat. Can I end? Please. With our word oh, of the day. teach me Polish. Okay. So our word of the day for this week is Senna. Senna. And that means a woman who's who's a sleepy girl. Oh, shut up. She's a little sleepy girl. <laughs> that is so cute. Oh. Senna. It's little Senna. That's us today. A little sleepy Sunday. I know. Senna. Ooh, I would lo- Ooh, yes. The best. That's so cute. Oh, thank you. Senna. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for thank joining you. us. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Ciao.